Hey, Pending Pals. This is uh, Andy here, and I'm with uh, Ronnie and Evan. We're yeah, here. Yeah, we're here. This is a content warning for this episode. Uh, Moonlight goes into some some kind of weird and, and dark places, and as the investigators that we are, we, we follow Moonlight there, and we have to talk a lot about uh, content warning for, I guess, execution and... Yeah, sex, the death penalty the death and penalty. how it is carried out. And sex work stuff, and yeah, violence against sex workers, and and violence against women, and creepy dudes being creepy in general. Yeah. So this is a content warning, and uh, we love you, and you might want to skip this one, and uh, you know we'll, we'll catch you on the next one, and hopefully it won't. Hopefully Moonlight gets better. In this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. You're not failing you maybe you're not trying hard enough welcome to ending pending i'm your host andy i'm a craving and i'm evan i'm smashing through glass windows for a booty call i'm ronnie if you can tell ronnie by- and i are the same thing <laughs> ronnie is saying if you can tell by those introductions, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows that have only lasted for a single season. We're currently covering 2007's Moonlight, which can be found on the CW Seed. But before we get into that, I've got a bit and a mini bit. Okay. So I'm going to do the mini You've bit. You've got an, an action and a bonus action. Yeah, I'm going to do the bonus <laughs> action first. I'm going to handle the mini bit first. And then I'm going to try and do the bit that I was going to do last week, but we got so distracted by the miniature bit that we didn't get to it. Okay. You're setting yourself up for exactly that situation, but... No, no. This is going to be quick. Okay. Uh, you know how last week I, I did something kind of out of character, and I apologized to Matthew Mercer and the entire cast of Critical Role, mm-hmm. and we said kind of like all these nice things about them and how we wanted to fuck mm-hmm. like... All of them, basically. Not the cast, to be clear. <laughs> the characters. Yeah. Mostly mostly uh, the tiefling. Yeah, that one tiefling. You know the one. So, spoilers for Critical Role up through episode, like, 29 of season of what two. what season? Okay. Of, tw- of yeah, season campaign two. two. I just want to say, hey, Matt Mercer, go fuck yourself, you fucking asshole. You killed my wow. boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> I take everything real. I said back. I There's take a real all of turn it here. back. And in fact, uh, fuck, fuck, fuck you. You're a bad man. You're a mean bad oh. man. And you know, and you know, Matt Mercer has a lot to do. So he was kind of keeping this episode and the one before it to binge all at one time. Yeah. So he like, he got like real hyped up last last episode, and now we're just like deflating him way down. What a day! What a day for Mister Matty Mercer. Mister Matt Mercer, dedicated listener of Ending Pending. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I, for sure. I, Wink, Mr. Mercer. I feel like I made some sort of like twisted Faye deal where I was like, don't let anything happen to this bird. I love this bird very much and it's a very good bird. And Kiri made it out fine. But then Evan and I were all horny for for Molly Mock Tea Leaf and he got fucking offed <gasps> just like that. Oh. I, said, I, I said spoilers. Did, you did you say spoilers. <laughs> I'm so I, I, sorry. Here's the thing. Oh no, we you ruined did it for shit. Ronnie. <laughs> Here's oh, the thing. Shit. You, you, you did say spoilers. Too. No, you did this is Matt spoilers. Mercer's fault. 
You did say spoilers. That doesn't mean I can change my reaction to things. That <laughs> I can't. Oh, I can't. Can't. Can't react to that spoiler. It's fine. Okay, yeah, Ronnie. I, no, I was literally Ronnie, never going bad. to get that there. No, okay. it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it, if it makes you feel any better, I had it spoiled for me long before it happened, and I think it actually enhanced my my uh, reaction to the situation when it happened because I didn't the- know when or how it was going to happen. The so. ending pen, yes, the ending pending culture is nothing if not, it is not the, the end that is the issue, it, the, it's the journey getting there. That's the spoiler, yes. and you can't spoil that, so Concur. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was pretty emotionally devastating, and... The worst part it's is... pretty brutal. I'm like three episodes ahead of Andy, so I... Uh. Listened to it and knew that it happened and had to fucking play it cool... For days, just like, because we were both listening to Crit Roll, so we were talking about Crit Roll in the abstract, and I had to be like, I had to talk about it, but not like, I had no idea that something was going to happen. You did very good. I know I did, because I love you. And they brought in this, this new, this new Tally, Tallison character, Douches, Kadoosh. Caduceus. Yeah. Caduceus. And you know what? Fuck him, too. I miss Molly. No, Caduceus is so good. Yeah. He's so good. He's a good boy. Yeah, I miss my tiefling. I miss my slutty tiefling. (laughs) Caduceus is such a good energy. (laughs) Fuck this show. Yeah, my... (laughs) Whenever I'm... Critical Role sucks. I'm going back to Taz. (laughs) I'm very behind on Amnesty, but Griffin wouldn't do this to me. Griffin would definitely do this to you. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway. You guys have any more? You're going to hear Caduceus say, everything's fine. This is great. One time, and then you're going to accept him and that everything is indeed fine and great. I will accept him into my heart. Yeah. I won't hide him under a bushel. No. All right, let's do the other bit. You have another bit, and you kept getting distracted from the bit. Oh, uh, we'll do it next week. No. No, we'll just do it next week. (laughs) We we spent so long on this one. You can't leave me in suspense um, like this. I I, I actually, since since Andy has has done their out-of-character thing, like, two weeks running, Mm -hmm. um, I would like to, like, step, you know, I, I also kind of portray a little bit of a character here on Ending Pending, and I'd like to... You know, step outside of that for a second. Um. <coughs> All right, blimey. All right, now we can talk talk like Ronnie really does. Don't use that funny American accent he does now, though, do we? Oh, feels That's, good to, feels oh, good wow. to slough it off. Feels good to <laughs> slough off that accent for a second, don't it? Don't it do that? Ah. I... I, which, I literally which, cannot tell what accent is happening which, right now. It's, 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 this is Ronnie, how Ronnie always talks. This is how about? Ronnie talks. Uh, this is this, uh, when Ronnie's not on independent and putting on that funny American accent. Um, <laughs> that that feel, feel, Philadelphia, feel, feel, you Rocky cheesesteak. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I he, feel like he, you've he, just offended everyone because yeah, no one so knows <laughs> who you're making. Go blimey. <laughs> Cool blimey! What's the show? What's this? The the wave, the vampires of the of the moon, the the light. So you know, you know the Pokemon muck. I imagine that this is how the Pokemon (laughs) muck would talk if it were capable of speech. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was indistinguishable from from any of the voices Matt Mercer does because he's a hack. Cool. <laughs> Short shorts fired across the southern bow of uh, over here. <laughs> okay, okay, you. okay, okay. <laughs> let's 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 get back. Yeah, no no more funny business. Let's get back. Oh. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, okay, 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 no, I'm good, I'm good, we're back, we're back, this is, Ronnie's back in character, this is how Ronnie talks, the host of, (laughs) the not host of Ending Pending, thanks, 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 thanks for indulging me on that one, it was, it was good to really, you know, I needed to, all right, well, I guess we're never gonna find out what Andy's other bit is, the start of this episode has such weird energy, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I come in hard, Ronnie kind of diffuses it. Evan seems a little uh, fr- I'm frustrated. So confused. confused. I, don't <laughs> I don't know. It's got a weird energy. Caduceus is great. Anyway, Caduceus is, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I I miss Molly very much and still want to fuck him. But um, Caduceus is good. I'm once I once I like get to know him. Maybe you know after a week I'll I'll change my tune. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Um, this show that we watched, this show that we continue to watch. Moonlight. 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 What episodes are we, did we watch? We watched another four, so episodes five, six, seven, and eight. Big spoilers for Moonlight. If, if, you're, if you're a huge Moonlight fan but haven't finished it from... To the year 2007. Like, like, what is that, like 12 years ago? 13 years ago or some shit? Yeah, We're, we're gonna spoil it. Sometimes we get yelled at about spoilers. Which is this weird. This is a pro-spoiler podcast. We spoil yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, okay, anywho. Uh, big moonlighters out there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me summarize these episodes. Please. Summarize can we, them, can yeah. we, Please, can we do this we thing? We can do this. Do it. I believe uh, in you. <laughs> You're doing great. Um, episode five. It is entitled Arrested Development. Uh, it's about a vampire teenager. He gets turned when he's a teenager, and he's horny forever now. That's the whole plot of the episode. It's it's bad because he's harassing like sex workers, and he's he's horny forever because he's sixteen. That's the whole plot. Episode six is called BC. I guess that is that Black Crystal. Is that what that stands for? Like the Jim Henson movie? Maybe. Um, Joseph, who's the the old mentor businessman vampire, and when I say old, I mean he looks like he's 19, but he's like 400. Um, He has this, like, sometimes vampire girlfriend named Lola, and she's acting weird, and he's like, huh, why is she acting weird? And uh, it turns out she's got, like, a, a drug ring that she's running where she kills vampires and then turns their vampire ashes into a drug that humans can take and feel like a vampire. And Beth investigates this vampire drug. Then she gets all horny, and then she wants to fuck Mick. And Mick's like, no, we mustn't. And uh, there's some horny scenes, and they don't fuck. And uh, then Mick blows up the vampire lady and her whole operation. Episode 7 is called The Ringer. And this photographer lady shows up who looks exactly like... uh, Mick's ex-wife, whom he killed, and he's convinced the whole time that the crime scene that she photographed and her presence is all, like, a mind fuck, and that his ex-wife is still alive, 
and everyone throughout the episode's like, no, it can't possibly be your ex-wife. And he's like, no, but it is. And then at the end of the episode, he's like, I've been presented with enough evidence to convince me that this is not my ex-wife after all. And this is just a very weird crime. And I'm just dealing with some shit because I've, I've been through trauma. And then at the very end of the episode, she, she takes some makeup off her shoulder and she has the same tattoo in his, as his wife, which leads us, the audience, in a, a turn of dramatic irony to believe that, oh shit, it is in fact his wife. This is some kind of mind fuck. Episode 8 is called 12.04 AM. Uh, there's this girl and her parents were like a member of a cult and the cult leader killed all of that, like his whole cult and he's in jail and he's being executed. And, uh, after he's been, uh, put to death, uh, this girl keeps like seeing him places and like finding threatening evidence of him being around. And they keep trying to convince her like, Oh no, it's not really him. It can't really be him. He's dead. We watched him die. We were all there. And, uh, turns out he got turned into a vampire just before he died by a priest, and it really is him, and he's really chasing her around. Um, and, uh, oh, Mick, Mick kills him. I was trying to think, like, how do they resolve this? Yeah, Mick, Mick just kills that vampire. And uh, also, a uh, subplot of this is that the, uh, the cult child who's being hunted by the, the not-dead cultist hides out in Mick's... Oh my god. Sorry, my cat is walking on my face right now. <laughs> this is very... Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, they're hiding out in Mick's apartment because it's... I, I don't know. Say he's got wicked security because he's a vampire. That's kind of a, a non sequitur. But whatever. He's got wicked security because he's a vampire. And uh, Beth digs through all his shit because she's an investigative journalist and she finds out that he's been stalking her her whole life and she's not weirded out by that at all and that's the episodes also mick's wife is back somewhere yep 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 four episodes of moonlight twists and turns and lots of violence against women Mm. uh andy yeah ronnie these four episodes of Moonlight, did they work for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah. You trying to convince us? You trying to convince yourself? What's, what's the... Uh, they're, I mean, they're... They're kind of dumb, and there's, there's like, a lot of bad stuff in there, like, kind of like acting-wise or special effects. <laughs> you know, there's there's some flaws, but overall, I am, like, at least once an episode getting to see a vampire rip someone in, 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 in half or something, and, you know, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Evan. Hey, hey, Evan. Yes, Ronnie and Andy, who are both asking me simultaneously. <laughs> Is this show... Uh, no, these four episodes, of, uh, four? episodes of Moonlight working for you? Working for you? Hey. Uh, for yeah. All four of them? All four what that we think? watched this time? What do you think? The, these the, four, the, five, past six, week? Are they, are they uh, doing it for you? Yeah. How's it no. doing? No. No? No. Sorry. No. 
Okay. No, they um. Oh, big downer. Stop! Stop! <laughs> stop that! What is this weird energy you brought? I love the energy of this podcast. It's a good episode. We're we're making a good episode of ending pending. That's what we're doing it's right con- now. It's right. good content, you know. We're content creators. Um. Look yeah. At this con- content Andy, shut up! Okay, Jesus, that was mean. <laughs> I've been trying to talk for like oh. a minute and a half. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I wasn't, I I don't feel like there's enough meat on this bone. I feel like every now and then they're like, oh, that's kind of a clever idea. But then there's just, especially with the, the one horny teenager vampire and then the, the dead wife episode, I was just like, that's the, I feel like this whole episode could have been like nine minutes long. So yeah, I, I'll give it to them. They've still got some, like, good ideas in there, but there's just not enough. There's not enough to flesh this out to keep it interesting. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Uh, these, uh, these four episodes, are they working for you? I don't think so. Um, yeah, I just, like, the concepts are good. The 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 premises are good. They're interesting. And again, I'm standing here accused. I haven't watched much vampire media, so maybe all of these are actually very trite and very like you know well trod territory. Um, they're new to me, and I just don't feel like Moonlight is like capitalizing on this new opportunity for me, a new vampire connoisseur, um, a new vampire media consumer. Yeah, yeah. It's just you had a great opportunity here, Moonlight, and I feel like you're blowing it a little bit. Um, there were some good moments and 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 maybe even some good episodes, um, but on the whole, no. This this four, this four was a lot more of a slog to get through than those first four, and that is a that is a part of it. The fact that we're watching four episodes at a time, boy, this is this is this is work. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe our whole podcast concept is flawed, and we just need to stop right now. <laughs> this is it. This is the last episode of Ending Pending. That's We're having an finale. existential crisis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Episode seventy-one, middle of the way through this show. We're just yeah. This is it. gonna this is gonna be an eighteen-minute and twenty-four-second episode. We're ending mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we end. The whole show. Uh, let's take a quick break and uh, and hear from some other folks on the Lunar Light Network because we deserve to give them a shout out, even if we're we're phoning it in. Yeah, they all work harder than us for sure. Hey, Miles. Hey, Moz. I'd like to challenge you to find a song that you only heard once when you were a kid. Hmm. Okay, but I have a challenge for you, Mars. Oh, okay. I want you to find a song that was made by a celebrity. Oh, that's funny, because I'd like you to find a song that has a Pokemon in it. Oh, well, that's a real coincidence, because I want you to find a D&D song. Wait, 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 wait. We, we, we do not have time to talk about all of these songs. This is a promo. Oh, dang it, you're right. Okay, all right. Where can we go and where can people go to talk about the songs that go with these themes? 
Well, they could always go and listen to Artificial Ghost Radio. Artificial Ghost Radio? Ooh, what's that? It sounds like a podcast that we might do. It could be potentially a podcast that the both of us do. Wouldn't that be a weird coincidence? As if we wouldn't just have a conversation like this in real life. Well, this is a totally natural dialogue. (laughs) This is a natural dialogue that we have, naturally. Each episode on Artificial Ghost Radio, we challenge each other to find songs that fit extremely arbitrary themes. Oh, now that sounds interesting. But that can't be all they do. We also do this fun little segment by the name of The Wheel of Discord. The Wheel of Discord. And you want to know what we do on the Wheel of Discord? What do we do with the Wheel of Discord? We shuffle our music player of choice and we are forced to talk about whatever song comes up. That is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Where can this podcast be found? And when can this podcast be found? You can find us each and every Saturday on Lunar Light Studio you get your podcast or sunday if you're in australia or sunday if you're with all the other cool people (laughs) all right and we're back we Uh, are unfortunately we did survive that break yeah we did we did uh to talk about you know, let's get into it. What worked about these four episodes of Once the CBSs, Now the CW Seeds? Uh, why did they Moonlight? name it that? Why is it? Why the I CW Seed? I don't know. It's that CW Seaman. This is what it is. CW Seaman Network. The CW Jizz. Mm-hmm. Free um, for all. So... I'll, let's do positives first, since yeah. we have some, you know, like I said, I agree with you, Ronnie. I have consumed a fair bit of vampire media, because uh, I like spooky stuff more than you and Andy, and also I, I did, in fact, read the, the Twilight books and see the Twilight movies when they came out. Um, I do think that this show is fairly original with its uh, vampire concepts sort of the questions it tries to tackle about like the vampire condition uh, are pretty interesting like mm-hmm. the thing about like what if you're turned when you're 16 and you have acne and um like raging hormones forever that's a legit thing that is a good question about vampires there wasn't enough there for a whole episode and also, it was kind of an unpleasant episode. But that's a yeah. thing that uh, you know. I think they sort of, they sort of, kind of got to it in uh, interview with a vampire with uh, what's the little girl's name? Oh, one. But the little girl. Yeah, the little girl who was turned when she was a tiny little girl and was like, you know, an adult woman essentially, but sort of like trapped in the body and to some extent, the brain of a child. So that that's kind of in there, but yeah, this, this is a little bit different. And, like, it's also, uh, like, 
real fucking hard to kill a vampire. So, of course, there's vampires coming back from the dead and stuff. That's legit. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, like, the, the premises they're throwing at me, like, the twist is on the front end in these episodes. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 in, like, what if this, this woman who is, like, basically just an origin story for Mick, what if she's alive? And what if she can, like, fuck with Mick? That's, like, interesting. It doesn't go anywhere. What yeah, if there's no. a vampire who like just wants to have sex, but it's weird because he's in the body. He's a minor and that's not great, but he decides to take it out on sex workers. It, it just doesn't go anywhere. But like the front end, it's like, yeah, OK, I'm, I'm I'm I'll follow this thread with you. But it's like it just goes to the least common denominator of like. Just violent crime, which is like it's a it's a show about violent crime, like that's that's the bread and butter. But mm-hmm. I wish yeah. it wasn't, I guess. The the vampire drug thing also, uh, I don't know if, I actually I should have looked this up. I don't know if this came out before or after True Blood, but that's just True Blood. Yeah. I did like that episode. I thought that was the strongest of the, the episodes. We that, got more business friends. Like, the, the villain was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was another critique that I had. I thought we were talking positives. Oh, yeah, well, Ronnie dove into negatives. Ronnie did it. No, but, but I mean, fault. okay, okay, fine, yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, that they're, you know, may, maybe that is a positive. The, the fact that, like, they're, you know, they're starting with interesting concepts. They're, they're, they're up front with, like, an intriguing, hmm, what if this was, like, a real what if Marvel what if storyline. But... Yeah. I'll talk about the rest of my sentence later, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, we're on the same page there, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Cult leader was kind of a... I always like evil cults. I find evil cults to be interesting. I don't think they utilized the fact that he had a cult enough. Well, yeah. they, did like, they did like a weird vampire cult in episode one, so they couldn't retread the cult thing. This felt like more of a cult than the one in episode one. I know mm-hmm. the the dude in episode one was like a professor and had like a weird study group, but this felt like uh you know the Mansons or something. Like this yeah. was kind of yeah. like really creepy, uh, even if they didn't play it up. Um, Jesus, I don't think they crucify you when they lethal inject you. He, the guy was like strung up on a cross and like they let his victims watch him get lethally injected. I don't know if that's how it works, but I kind of doubt it. They do They're, strap you down with your arms yeah. out so that you can't thrash. And they, they straight do. up strap you to a cross? Not li- not a literal cross. It is a uh, it is a hospital bed, but it has okay. like those outstretched arm things. Oh, it, that's a cross then. That's rad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, that's I'm, pretty metal. Way I know to go, this America. because I've had I've had surgery. I had an appendectomy when I was 11 and um, they do the same thing when you're in like some abdominal surgeries they have like a special table to hold your arms down in case you like wake up from anesthesia so they can keep your arms out of the way so and i uh i have a a memory of my arms being like strapped to that thing wow yeah that's wild yeah i was i had been administered anesthesia but i wasn't asleep yet do they when they lethally inject you do your like your victims get to watch uh, you, families? Well, sometimes, sometimes yeah. there are witnesses. Like they have to have yeah. witnesses. I know they have to have witnesses, but do they just let the families come? Because that's sometimes, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Okay. There's I, like there, hey, there's like hey, separate that's a rooms huge for like positive the victims. Then. They nailed the 
they nailed the the execution injection cross, and they nailed uh, the victims getting to watch. I thought that was bullshit. I mean, I, I, for a second, I was like, "Is it? Are they definitely gonna like use just a regular old pane of glass that like he can look through and see everyone who's looking at him?" But then it's like, I mean, I guess so. Why not? He's gonna die. Like it's not like he's gonna rat him out mm-hmm. to the mob or something. Mm-hmm. It was. I, I would be interested. I am adamantly opposed to the death penalty but yeah, i'd be interested sure. to learn how how that i mean I, and i also think it's it's state to state like i don't think it's regulated because some states still use real archaic means uh by which mm-hmm. to execute their Hang, hangings um, were happening way later than you think like way later arguably hangings are more humane than lethal injection because it's really fucked up yeah lethal um, injection is real bad yeah it's very i think bad. in texas we you could still be murdered a- by firing squad uh, we're getting on a tangent a little bit, yeah. and I don't want to be too more, but we probably no. should put, like, a content warning at the beginning of this episode. Sure. Um, yeah, um, but... Yeah, I, we're talking about all that to say, I, I think that they, they you know, may have played with the, that a little bit, but, you know, for the most part, it seems like they, uh, they, they did a research. Yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't set you up right like that, like, no. they don't, they don't put they the don't bed Jesus up you. right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's it's like it, more it of like a closure thing Im- than a spectacle. I guess it works like for the weird imagery they were going for with this cult leader and the fact that he was going to come back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of liked him as a villain. I kind of wish he didn't die. He could have been a, a solid recurring baddie. I have another positive from that episode, and I do like Vampire Priest. Yeah. What a, oh, what yeah. a, a bucking of expectations that was. And how they snuck him in, like, that whole bit was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's almost the show that I feel like I want to be watching. Vampire it's like Priest. There's, mm-hmm. there's far less violent crime in that, I assume, and it's more, it's more exam- like, examining the human condition, I have to imagine. Um, yeah, I mean, you, the, you can just read Nightcrawler comics for someone who looks like a demon but is, like, a devout. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Here's a here's a, a a brain twister for you. Uh, Catholics believe in transubstantiation, right? So like the 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 wine is the wine literally, is literally Jesus's, Jesus's, blood. Jesus's blood. Like it still maintains the properties of wine, but it is in fact like existentially Jesus. It's it's blood in there. Uh, could a Catholic priest be sustained on? the <laughs> Eucharist wine, a Catholic priest vampire. And if he wasn't, if he was not able to be sustained on the Eucharist wine, would that be a faith crisis for him? This is a, this is an interesting like novella I've just written. Let's, mm. let's TMTM this. I think by the point that you become a vampire as a Catholic priest, you're kind of just, you're, you've thrown a lot of it out of the window and now you're just trying to keep a good cover. Well, the I, f- I could be wrong here, but the church certainly believed that witches exist existed at at a point. Uh, the church still they believes still do, that that they they definitely still do. They believe in demonic possession. I don't think they believe in like the medieval notion of a, witches. A anymore. scary popular Baptist pastor just called for the death of Sarah Silverman because he believes she's a witch. Oh wow! Uh, see, I have binds into Catholicism. I don't know yeah. about. Do, do Baptists Evangelicals do, uh, be fucking crazy. Do evangelicals do exorcisms? Do they believe in, uh, in exorcism? Uh, they do, but you don't need to be, like, special to do it. Okay. 
like you like you don't need to be like a demonologist or a priest. So my, oh, my, and to get a little racist here, they believe they're way more common in third world countries. Mm, that sounds about right. Yep. Um, but uh, <coughs> my point is, if the church is is totally down to believe that witches exist, I don't see why being a vampire would would shake your faith. Yeah, I get you. But yeah, so I wanna I wanna side show about that uh, vampire yeah. priest. Yeah, definitely an interesting side character. This whole episode worked for me pretty like it was like like I, I Kirsten's actually been watching this uh, this show with me, and we were sitting on the couch watching it, and she was like, "This is too scary." This is this is a scary episode, and I was like, "No, nah, it's not even that scary." But at the same time, I was like, "I'm gonna go get something to drink." <laughs> a little spooky, a little scary. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, oh, nothing scary for you, Evan. But no, Evan's brave. No. <laughs> any, uh, any, anytime we get Joseph, it's good. That's a, the business friend. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's consistently good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I don't like, and I know we're, I just gotta, we're in this episode, I gotta, I gotta bring this up, um, I'm very alarmed by how unalarmed Beth was when she found her baby pictures in Mick's house. Yeah. Like, she just came up to him afterwards, and she was like, no, I'm not mad, it's like you're my guardian angel, and I'm like, whoa, hit the brakes! Back up. Yeah. Hang on. This show was written by a man. Yeah. 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 That I mean that 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 is bad. It also gets into another area of this show that is bad for me of just like the subtext that is definitely there and then they just ignore it. Um like throughout this show, it's been like, does she know that that was him who saved her? Like it's been ambiguous about it until like these couple episodes where they were like very much like she doesn't know that I saved her or whatever. Um, and then she finds out and then she finds out and it's kind of like I knew it. And it's like, what? Um, yeah, that 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 is the least of the issue. The bigger of the issue is certainly what you're real brought up of just like, haha, yay, you've been stalking me for years. Yeah. Uh, even if she like knew that he had saved her life as a child, like she knows yes. he's a vampire. She she knew that already. We've put that together. That's one step. Um, even if she had from that point figured out like, oh, this is the dude who saved me when I was a kid. It's still very deeply weird that he yep. then followed you and took pictures of you for your whole life up to this mm -hmm. point, And now mm -hmm. you're friends with him. It right. really throws into uh, into question the nature of the friendship that you have, you know, seemingly spontaneously formed with him. <laughs> it's like it's weird. It's not weird. So so to like take it from it's not weird that he was initially assigned to this case and saved her life. Not weird. Mm -hmm. so that's that's no. a bold, brave thing to do. To, watches her forever to make sure that she's safe. Kind of weird. You're not getting paid for that. But like you've got like you have feel like, you know, true, you know, care about this girl you saved because it was like related to your wife. Whatever. Some Taking sort of pictures. Thing. Right, right, right. Taking pictures. All right. Now we're getting into like a weird territory. You don't need those pictures to make sure that you're, you know, keeping her safe. Flash forward to now. Oh, 
I want to fuck her. Okay, we've gone, we've crossed the line somewhere like six or seven years ago. Like, at what point did he decide like, hmm, now I'm romantically attracted to this child that I've been watching for years. Yeah, and he had pictures of her that he had presumably printed out. What? Uh, like, when she was a grown-ass adult woman. Yeah. Like, in that file, along with her little baby pictures. Yeah, bizarre. Bizarre. Really weird. Nick is a weird dude. Yeah. But he's so good. He's okay. such a good dude. Can I talk about something that didn't work in the teenage hornball episode? Yeah, sure. yeah. Let's. Are, are we talking are we, about are we, like hornballs? Yeah, we've already are fallen we, off that yeah. ledge. So go for it. Okay. So the the teenage hornball was meant to, I think, closely resemble Mick. Like he had similar hair, but it was greasier, and he had a similar face structure, but it was like covered in like acne scars and stuff and he dressed very similarly like he also had a long black coat and i think that was to show like a mirror of like look what mick could have been if he had been turned early or whatever i didn't think that actually i thought it just was to do with everyone in 2007 looking alike no i think it was very intentional i think like how the dude because like even the opening shot you think it's mick you're meant to think it's Mick, but then it's real that it's this teenage kid. Uh, mm. That just got very confusing, especially during the fight scene. The big end <sighs> fight, you had no idea which was which. Can we uh, talk about that fight scene real quick? It was Does also that... a very bad fight scene. Mm. It was a bad fight scene. The whole fight scene is predicated around the fact that there's a roller coaster going. Mick, like, is standing on the roller coaster tracks, watches the roller coaster tick, tick, tick up, and just waits and just stands there. It's like, he's going to fight you still if you're on the ground. If you're on oh. the boardwalk, he's still going to, like, it, he's not going to, like, lure you up. I, I just, I, and that's, like, the whole thing that, like, ends up killing um, baby Mick. Um, but, like, a real, a real Chekhov's roller coaster. I understand, but it, it also, just like he just watches it. Also, the fact that the the hornball distracts Mick with like, "Have you ever loved someone but known you're a monster and wanted them?" And Mick like freezes. I don't know if it was like a PTSD flashback or what, but he like freezes and is like you're right and like he flashes back i think to his wife or some shit and doesn't realize the roller coaster getting closer and gets like cold clocked by the baddie then because the baddie's able to sneak up on him and it it was just like bizarre that that worked yeah Yeah. (laughs) like totally nuts that that like the Mm -hmm. the the baddie's scheme worked and he distracted the protagonist so easily with such a weird like bait I have a weird critique of that episode. Everything about it? Well, no, I have a weirdly specific critique. Uh, The The dude that they cast to play the teenager, they had to, like, put fake acne makeup on him, and it looked very bad. And I was like, why could you not have just found a 16-year-old who had acne? Like, just cast somebody. Why Why did you go through the casting process select a boy with perfect skin because you know they did you know they selected a conventionally attractive young man with perfect skin and then like slapped some 
nasty makeup on his face that looked bad to try to make it look like he had acne. And like, there's so many actors out there, I am confident, who have some skin issues and would be happy to have a role in a television show that like, it doesn't matter that they have some skin issues, you know? What a weird choice. This bothers me. This is a pet peeve of mine because it also bothers me when they like put prosthetics on people to make them look older, not in like a, this character aged up scene, but just in a, like I've seen, I've seen them put like fake noses on people to make them uglier. I've seen them like put fake wrinkles on people to make them older looking. And I'm like, just cast somebody who's not a model and have them play that role. Come on now. It was super weird how, and I'm not going to look this up uh, to confirm. I just know in my hearts of hearts. It's weird how they cast uh, Tommy from the Black Donnellys to play the teenage uh, d- uh, vampire. <laughs> um, and uh, and we'll leave it at that. I've just You don't I've, talk I've about my Donnelly boys. I'm you don't bring about, them into this. Listen, I got the right Donnelly name, I'm pretty sure. So, like, that's that's <laughs> clearly did. I paid more attention than I should have to that show. You um, did get the right Donnelly boy. The fight scene to to double back a little bit, and, and I'll and I'll talk more about Nick fighting in general later. Um, I I, I got to bring up another musical choice that this show made. They uh, they played "The Bird and the Worm" by the Used during the fight scene. Which is like already like very of the time, but I don't know that I've ever watched like a fight scene with vocals before, like with mm. with word. Like it's usually just like some intense music and like oh we throw a punch, but but like yeah. this was or really like very, or some very abstract vocalizations, right, like, right, right, yeah, right, eh, 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 right, or right. No, this or was like, like a sweet operatic duel of the fates, yeah, right. This was just like a regular old early 2000s punk song. And like, if you alt rock, whatever, it was just like, you crawl like the bird and the worm. And like, they're just like throwing punch. It's just like, what am I supposed to be paying attention to right now? Because there's like a legitimate song playing, but also the climactic fight of the of the episode. It was it was jarring. That was a bad choice as far as I'm concerned. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is we are led to believe that in this universe, vampires are super strong, can jump super high. Some of them can teleport. It appears, um, they have like, they are superheroes. They have, or, or, you know, powered individuals. Mick gets his ass beat a whole lot for being like a vampire for like the past 60 years. He's, he's kind of a shitty private eye too. Yeah. It's just like every it's like you were talking about Evan like or or, or, or uh, you know or was it you Andy would talk about like just like getting distracted and was yeah. like yeah just like Mick gets distracted and gets like that that seems to be the only thing that can kill like kill a vampire is they're paying attention to something else and the other vampire kills them mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and it happens all the time Nick is constantly like where did Beth go Oh, I got punched. Oh, Speaking it's, it's, he's, 
Speaking of vampires, too, I really expected there to be other issues in L.A. Maybe some goblins getting out of line or <laughs> that was going to be one or or like routines. a I don't know, like a really slutty werewolf or something. But <laughs> mm-hmm. like maybe maybe a, 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 a saucy identity thieving demon that make has to hunt down. But no, it's all asshole vampires. It's all vampire. Crimes how now. has how has no one figured out that vampires are real when they're doing all these big crimes and the only vampire detective sucks at his job see for me that is actually like a positive because i feel like i feel like every single pete like it always starts out as just vampire and then it always devolves into oh it's also werewolves and also fairies and also you know it's all it's just like a magical fantasy like i don't know i have some respect for this show just being like this world's got vampires in it and that's it. How Everything else just is normal. vampires, though? Well, I, I don't my, know, but I, I, I have some, I some respect for that. It I just gets out of hand see, quick. I would have liked to see more just regular human crimes that were interesting that being a vampire gave him some kind of insight into yes. solving rather than everybody is a vampire. I actually don't agree with Andy. I, I don't particularly want other fantasy creatures in this. Like, But... um. It is weird that suddenly all the crimes are vampire crimes. Good thing we happen to be following this character at a time in... And it's not, as far as I can tell, leading up to anything. It's not like there's an increase in vampire activity and there's some kind of underlying cause and that's, like, the season-long subplot, you know? It's not like Mm -hmm. uh, in Constantine where they were ineffectually, but attempting to lead up to like a big bad you know well here's the thing too that i have an issue with is that the show tells us mick is a good man like he's a he's meant to be a good person but he is definitely complicit in the crimes and murders that all the other vampires do he only seems to hunt down vampires that are like too noisy about it that might upset the status quo that currently allows vampires to hunt humans freely so i think mick is also kind of a dick and we're not supposed to think that like that could be a really morally interesting question of like okay mick feels guilty that he is part of this situation and like watch him struggle with what to do about it but no, Mick seems pretty content to be like friends with Joseph and like joke around with him. Like you eat people and I don't. Ha ha ha. Like, how's your ex doing? Uh, and it's like, wait, Mick, but like, you're a good guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm also okay with it if like Mick is just not framed as a good guy. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, we got to eat like we're, you know. Kind of frame it from like a, a Magneto standpoint of the mutants of like, or, yeah, we're vampires and you're trying to wipe us out. So like we got to do what we got to do. But the show has even, no, no, the show has no interest in doing that. Like, like Constantine is an asshole. Mm-hmm, Constantine mm-hmm. is not a good dude. You follow him because he's smart and he's good at his job and he's an interesting look at, you know, the human condition, but no one reads or watches Constantine and thinks he's a hero. 
Right. But the show is telling us, like, no, Mick is a good guy. And, like, look, this sexy reporter that he stalked her whole life is falling in love with him. And you're supposed to root for him. And it's like, but I don't think he's a good dude, really. And I think that's I the big wanna. problem. Is that we're expected to view Mick as a good guy ex- exclusively through the way that he interacts with Beth. Like, he doesn't mm. take advantage of Beth when she's on drugs. And even though we think he's going to, he like tries to give her a cold shower and like calm her down off the high. Like, like it is not because he's like a good detective or like takes care. It is strictly because, well, he's nice to Beth. So he must be a good guy, mm-hmm. which is like total. He's nice, nice to the. Yeah. Yeah. Total like nice guy culture of just like, oh, I deserve to be respected and, and thought well of because I don't rape people. I was just about to say the exact same thing. Like, yes, yeah. the one person that I am sexually attracted to, I show basic humanity to. Right. But everybody right. else, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. It's shitty. It's shitty. Um, can I also say that the uh, the sort of buildup of this beth and mick thing that's happening i feel like it's it's just been entire like i know that like some kind of new revelation keeps happening but she's still like with her boyfriend and everyone keeps remarking on like oh you and mick are so cute together you and mick oh you and mick look at each other or her boyfriend i see how you look at him and it's like jesus dude chill out yeah boyfriend sucks but that's not like it, it, it's it's not like, oh, then you should be with Mick. It's just like, maybe they should stop writing the boyfriend so comically bad so that, like, we are forced to root for her and Mick. Like, or, like, the boyfriend sucks so bad, so cheat on him. Like, no, maybe right. end things with the guy. Right. But, uh, yeah, so they're, I think they're, like, trying to do a, a will-they-won't-they they thing and, like, be compelling, and it's not. It's just... It's very static. We all know where we it's know going what, to. Yeah, we know exactly what's going to happen. And it's not, like, their chemistry in the meantime is not good enough to make up for the predictability of what's going on. So, yeah, it just feels like we're stalling. Uh, another another critique. Those flashback scenes where it was meant to be in the 40s, I think? Mm-hmm. I was not convinced at least oh, you no. know it's meant to be a flashback, unlike Frequency. That's true, yes. that's true. It's got that going for but, it. But um, I don't feel like they had enough reference photos of the time period that they were going for. Because, yeah. like, it, it, it just looked like they were, um, you know, in the year of our Lord, 2007, <laughs> and uh, bought some just sort of slightly, vaguely vintage-style clothes from the local department store, and kind of did that, like, you know, put some gel in their hair. Real talk, too. I, I, I know that they, she, the, the evil wife hasn't played her hand yet, and Ronnie brought this up, but, like, her plan seems incomprehensibly complex. Right. Mm-hmm. Incomprehensibly I'm going to start a fire. I'm going to kill some people in the fire. I'm going to pretend to be the photographer. I'm going to pretend to have my house broken into so that he finds the photos that I staged of the murder happening in the house that was burning down. I'm going to always like, wear makeup over this tattoo because the, today might be the day where he rips my shirt off Yeah, and I to wanna, try and see if it's there. And I really want to fuck with him. I want to disguise myself in no way besides that one tattoo 
so that he, you know, he knows it's me, obviously. She could have had it covered up, too, or, like, she could have just gotten it removed. I'm pretty sure vampires heal, so, like, I don't even get how a vampire would have a tattoo anymore. Well, but she's not a vampire anymore, remember? Because she got cured, and he he can't smell the vampire smell on her. But, like, that's that's the thing. Oh, wait, yeah, there's a vampire cure now? That seems like a bigger deal. Mick should be force-feeding that to every vampire he fucking arrests. Like, that's the thing. Like, this, this episode... Like, if it's just Mick losing it and, like, him coming back to Beth and being like, oh, I'm I'm broken, that makes sense. This episode sets up so many hurdles that this show now has to jump over with vampire lore and, like, what is possible and what has already happened. They're like, I don't I don't see how it's possible for them to dig it out and have it make any sense whatsoever this is a bad show i take my my back it's bad <laughs> to, I just, to, be, that's... to be fair to me i watched these episodes like two weeks ago so and to like, be fair to your me i think we all we all agreed at the beginning that there are there are still kernels of good idea in this show yeah. there's if you kind of squint you know if you squint and uh like cover half the screen with your hand sometimes it's uh it, it's got it's got the bones of a good show you know mm-hmm. what i'm not taking back though mm. my harsh words at matt mercer and the oh God. cast a critical role okay all right these the all all eight episodes all eight episodes nope of, uh they're not cbs's working. cbs's moonlight evan <laughs> are these um, is the whole season working for you so far uh I'm going to give it a no for now. I'm really hoping that it turns around because I think I will uh, enjoy watching it more if it does, like, pick up and get more interesting. But, um, yeah, it it made it clear watching these four that they kind of wore out their good ideas in the the first four episodes and didn't didn't quite know what to do with themselves after that. They didn't quite Mm -hmm. know how to flesh out what they had. So... Um, I'm not feeling super positive, so I'm going to say no overall. Oh, Andy. Yeah. I've got an inkling, but uh, these these eight episodes, the whole season to this point, first half of the season, is it working for you? Uh, I don't think I would recommend this to a friend. I'd just tell them to watch What We Do in the Shadows or Angel. Oh, what we do in the shadows is so good. Yep, this, that's a whole other beastie. Or but. or Lost Boys. Like there's there's better vampire shit out there. That if you have a friend who's into vampire shit and needs something to watch, you can recommend something better than Moonlight. My boy Taika. And I'm sorry to the Lunar Light fan who recommended this. We kind of always rip these apart. <laughs> Our fan recommendations. Mm. Ronnie. To be fair, we did yep. better for that fan than many of the other fans. There have been some recommendations that we've just shat on right out of the <laughs> gate. <laughs> Fucking Terra Nova didn't stand a chance. Ronnie, um, yeah. is, is, uh, is what we do in the shadows working for you? Um, Again, haven't seen it. Have not seen okay. any vampire media except for <laughs> Moonlight Ronnie, so far. This is, you would doing? love what we do in the it's, shadows. It's a, it's a comedy and it's delightful. I, oh. I, I know exactly what, what we do in the shadows is, and it, it is, like, baffling to me that I have not seen any of, like, Lost Boys, True Blood, any of it, any of it. I know I would enjoy it. I don't know how I've avoided it for so long. Anyway. Ronnie, come to our house. Bring your baby. 
She can she can just sort of sit there and we'll watch yes. vampire media. I will give my child what I never had, which is a rich, rich uh, childhood full of vampire culture. Yeah. These eight episodes are not working for me um, not. All, as a whole. No, no, no. I, 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 I appreciate the hope that you have, Evan, that it could get better. And usually I'm like. You know me. I'm beating that drum of optimism all the way to the finale. Um, but beating based that dead on optimism horse, beating that dead optimism horse, um, <laughs> based on how uh, this you show beat a handles dead tiefling body. Oh, because okay. Molly Mock is dead. Anyway, sorry, I'm <laughs> devastated. Based on how this show handles individual episodes and how they just totally mishandle the landing. I don't feel like the second half of this season is really going to like win me over. I don't mm. feel like they're going to wrap it up in a, in a nice, nice bow. That's going to make me say, ah, oh, you did it. Great job. Great job. Moonlight. I feel uh, like a lot of our fans are going to be devastated to hear you be negative. I know. Yeah. I they're going to be much sadder about that than about the show itself. Cause people walk up to me and are like, Hey, like, I listen to your podcast. I love Ronnie. Ronnie's my favorite. And then they don't say anything nice about me. <laughs> and I that's not a bad thing. I'm happy they told me they like our podcast, but they just rave about how much they love Ronnie and how positive Ronnie is. Oh man. They're gonna have to say nice things about me now because I was the only one who almost gave this show a shot. Almost gave this show a shot. <laughs> yeah, I and I and like I don't know what it says about this show, because it's like Certainly not the most offensive show that we've watched, but it's just no. like it's, it's far from the worst. Yeah, I that think was probably, it's probably uh, that bar one. Mixology, yeah, that's probably was the worst. Pretty bad. Yeah, um, I think that it's just like the differential between the potential and how much the show creators are just bungling it. Like mm. I am, I, 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 you could do better. This could be such a tremendous show. If only just like like you like we said last week, just take every single page out of the Spike playbook. Not Spike, Angel. Well, I've clearly, <laughs> Sp- I clearly Spike again, is a character on Angel. I know. I clearly know enough about this stuff. I watched. See, that's the thing. I watched some. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Charmed, and I, they didn't. They, didn't they have crossovers? I don't believe so. But maybe. Willow. I watched some Willow. Maybe. Will Willow is a movie. Willow is also a character on Buffy. Fuck if I know. Um, all all that to say, not connected. All that to say, I, uh, I, it, it could be good, and it's not, and it's no one's fault but the people who are making it. Uh, people who, even though the people who are who are like on it, the actors are not always great. They are giving it a lot. Like they are, they are really chewing up every bit of the scenery. They're doing their best, and they just don't have much to work with even if their acting is maybe not that great. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I it, it, I don't know. It could be good, it's not, and it makes me mad. R.I.P. show. Well, I mean, we have two more episodes to talk about it, so we, we, yeah. we, we can't really throw the dirt on top of the coffee. That'd be an interesting we, way of doing our show. Can. Just being like, no. And it could come back and haunt us. <gasps> that happens so back- much on this show. Moonlight, take your shirt off. Show me your tattoo. <laughs> I know you're Moonlight. Anyway. Anyway. That's, uh, that's Moonlight. That's Moonlight. 
A um, mostly bad vampire show, but like every so often someone gets ripped in half, and that's cool. That is sure cool. is. Sure is. We're gonna be back on schedule. We've taken we've been sporadic with our episodes lately, but but I am committed to uh you know, neglecting my child for the for the better for the betterment of the of the pending pals out there. Um she could fend for herself. Um pretty what, what is she, like like a month old or something? Like, yeah, she's yeah. uh she is uh she'll be when she this comes out, she will be uh nine weeks, um two months, two months and a week. Oh. Um yeah, is her is her shell fully hardened yet and formed? She's got a thick chitin. She's got a real, real thick chitin, um, which makes it which makes it hard to to you know feed her because she hasn't really developed the the mouth hole of that yet. It's just fully mm. over. Really, she hasn't really bursted forth and kind of shed the uh, the necessary uh, orifices to to Ronnie, experience you, life. You could literally say anything about. Your baby, and because I know nothing about how human babies work, I'd be forced to believe it and accept it as yeah. gospel truth. Yeah, for sure. That yeah, sounds the, the, wrong, but I don't know enough about babies to say anything. Yeah. We just roll her around and hope that she picks up loose bits of dirt and uh, pulls, them into, <laughs> pulls them into the fold of her chitin like a, like so much, uh, like a like a brain whale or something. Um, I'd buy it. Yeah, that sounds right. So we will be back on schedule for a little bit. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, and uh, you, while you weren't sticking with us, I hope you were sticking with other shows on the Lunar Light family of podcasts. Shows like... Artificial Com- Ghost Radio. Comradical. Artifici- Fish in the Percolator. That is such um, a weird title. <laughs> it is a bizarre name for a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I know nothing about Twin Peaks. Nothing about Twin Peaks, but I wanted I almost want to just watch Twin Peaks up until I understand that reference and be like, ah, nice, and then stop. Um <laughs> Is there one but, season of it we can cover an unending pending and fight Sarah Zedig for there are control so over Twin many Peaks. freaking seasons of it. Uh well, um, well not like not then. like supernatural levels of it, um, but like there's 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 a fair Is amount. Is Twin Peaks a boob joke? Is it? It does sound like Song of Solomon, like mm-hmm. the the oh, goat yeah, runneth they... over the Twin Peaks like, of her, right. like, like the two fawns and right. the, yeah, her That's ivory some, towers. Maybe. Yeah. That's some Song of Solomon bullshit. Her teeth like sheep, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> if <laughs> the Bible's weird, if you haven't read it, just throwing that out there. Some the Bible's stuff weird. Uh, Twin Peaks. Weird. From what I hear is very weird, uh, but it'll be a lot Lunar. of fun to watch through it with Sarah Zedig. Uh, Lunar Light Studios is pretty weird. Yeah, We're there's, a there's some, bunch. But you what know what? As as my good friend, uh, is that Angela Lansbury or Agatha Christie? I don't know. The, the grandma from Halloween Town. Uh, being normal is vastly overrated. Oh, Halloween Town. That's some good shit. I've yeah. never seen it. Really? Yeah. No, really? Fun. Halloween's my jam, and I've never seen yeah. it. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, but. let's let's watch it this year. Yeah, let's do. It's yeah, they're fun. One. There's like four of them. I think they're all pretty good, though. They keep their original cast all the way through. Yeah. Uh, you can find uh, more good, good ending, pending stuff at Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Pending Pals. Find us on 
Facebook at Pending Pals. Follow us on Instagram at Ending Pending. Send us those emails, pendingpod at gmail.com. Uh, and remember... Don't tell Pawnshop uh, Lou. Don't tell him about he's anything. He's a perverted vampire teenager, and he's, yeah. he's a creep. Don't tell him if he never. Don't tell him about sex. If he never hears about sex, then he'll never be horny for it, and he'll he'll never murder sex workers. This show is real bad to sex workers. Very anti-sex yeah. worker. Mm-hmm. Hated that. Should have brought that up more, but ugh. yeah. Don't tell Pawnshop Lou. And sex sex work is real work, and it shouldn't be illegal. Yup. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.